0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: So you have a financial theme to your junk drawer.
0: Oh, I do? Yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, God, Michelle, I'm nervous. <laughs> My palms are sweating.
2: This is Suzanne, and this is Rachel, and you're listening to The Big Payoff. So Suzanne, I need to talk about what's happening in my life because it's actually always on my mind, always. I'm in the middle of a move, it's going to happen at the end of this month, and I'm prepping For a move in which this is the first time I've had movers actually pack me. They're not just moving me. They're packing me. So at the end of this month, three guys are coming in for a day. They're going into my drawers and they are going to think what they think. They're going to judge you. They're going to judge me in some way and they're going to pack my shit and then the next day, they're going to come and move my shit. So
0: you're going to have to see them.
2: I'm going to have to be there yes. while they're oh. lo- opening a drawer, yeah. looking at each other, snickering. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually really terrified. And I'm going around my house looking with the view of an outsider going, what's wrong with her? Wow, she's really disorganized. Whoa, she chose that silverware? I mean, yeah, like <laughs> movers are going to say that. But still... And so do you have one drawer that you're most terrified of? That Oh, yeah. I spent all weekend looking, trying to clear out my junk drawer, which is an exercise in Ooh. like tearing your own heart out because junk drawers aren't there by accident, right? So it's not like, oh, it's junk. I'll just throw it all out. No, They it's also, purposeful junk. It's purposeful. I also think it meets a
0: need because you know me and my organizing life. I mean, I'm... Beyond. Do you even have a junk drawer? Well, this is the thing. I don't because usually my drawers are are unbelievably structured. But every time I go and I unjunk the junk drawer, it ends up two months later. Six weeks later, becoming a junk drawer. Exactly.
2: That's why I'm saying it's intentional. We need to talk about it because actually it's more than just a junk drawer. It's a metaphor. Oh, yeah. And who's our queen of the metaphorical analysis? Michelle Smith.
0: Oh, yeah. Michelle Smith, who is the founder of Source Financial and has been on the show a number of times. The thing about Michelle is she brings this perspective because her world is money and finance that is so incredibly grounding. And yet she goes right for well, the Well, it's killer. not just money
2: and finance. It's money and finance and divorce. So she's oh. always – looking at, well, you think it's about money, but it's not. We think it's about junk drawer. It's not. So let's bring Michelle on the show. I can't wait. All right. We'll be back after this break.
0: So we're back with Michelle, who's already got that grin on her face where she's like, (laughs) bring it.
1: Bring it, ladies. Well, she
2: was listening to us and had all kinds of Judgments about my junk
1: drawer. She was judging. Were you judging? I wasn't judging. I was wondering why you are so focused on other people judging your junk.
2: Huh. Well, have you ever had movers come in and move and pack your stuff? Yes. Mm. And you weren't worried about that? Could give a shit. Huh. Interesting. Make my
0: life easier. I have to say, Mm. you know that I've done this twice. Wouldn't blink. Really? Wouldn't blink. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. (laughs)
2: Okay. So is there something wrong with you too? Uh, No, I really – so – okay. So do you have a junk drawer, Michelle? I do. All right. So we know that we all do. So we we gave each other an assignment this weekend, right? Yes. We knew we were going to be talking about junk drawers and we assigned one another the following task. We were going to open our junk drawer and find three objects that were revealing – Okay, so you have to look in your own junk drawer, ask yourself why you had this, this, and this. And now we're going to put our junk on the table and show it.
0: And my admission when Rachel told me about this assignment was,
2: I don't know that I have a junk drawer. And that made me so sad (laughs) that I actually
1: thought it needs to come on the show so that we can... Well, Rachel said to me, I bet Suzanne doesn't have a junk drawer. (laughs) But I do, as I said
0: earlier in the show... I try not to have one. And then I think a junk drawer, it takes on a life of its own. It just, it becomes, you can't stop yourself from having
2: a junk drawer. Right. I think. That's what we're talking about. Okay, okay. so
0: who's going to go first?
2: Um, I'll go first. Okay. So there are three things in my junk drawer that were so thematically obvious. It was actually, it was a little sad. Made me a little sad. So one is buttons. So you know how when you get a new blouse and it has that little packet of buttons. Uh Okay. I never throw those away. I always keep them, especially if they're in any way special, right? Because my fantasy is one day I will need that button and I'll go, (laughs) God damn it. I threw away that button. Now I'll never find that special button again. Of course, I'll never freaking find it in my junk drawer, but that's one.
1: The other is... Complete in the tiny little yeah. Ziploc packet with the thread that matches. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, in my life, in my life, I have never, ever reached for extra buttons. Or but, sewn on. A, nope. Nope. Or brought it to anybody to sew on. It's always like, oh, I'm missing this special button. I got to throw my blouse away. All right. So <laughs> the other thing is a thumb drive. I am... Bristling with thumb drives. I have no idea what's on them, except that that's where I always kept old emails that have sentimental value or just old emails from work that I know one day I'm going to need to go back to to prove something. Yes. Prove something? That is Rachel's specialty, by the way. Uh, I'm sorry. You're wrong. Look at this email from February of 1988. I'm so glad you admitted that. That is 100 percent, Michelle. Yep. The yes. truth. Like, uh uh-uh. I said this first or you're, you
1: never said this. Meaning or, you're right. I'm right. You're finally going to be I am right, right. Right. right with backup. It's undisputable it's, backup. That's what it is. So you're right. Now what? Now I can save those buttons.
2: Okay. So then the third thing is keys, keys from every apartment I have ever lived in. Why? I don't know. I, that one really stumped me. It's like, just in case it, there's actually a deep nostalgia because you know how, when you live in a place for 15 years or something, you know, your keys, right? And just tossing them away is like tossing away a child or something. It's like, ripping it from the womb in the ninth month. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're I a not, nasty woman. I got on it. Yes. Yeah. You are a nasty woman. But I can't seem to throw away keys. And when I look at them, I remember the whole life that went with those keys. Oh. I have my keys from 710 West End Avenue that I lived in, in in the 80s. I want to say something and then
0: footnote it because I know we each want to reveal. Rachel's junk drawer... It's thematically looking backwards. Yes, My junk drawer is about the future, fear of the future state. Just want to say that.
2: Mine is – I'll put a a, a little – I'll turn the dial on that just a little bit. Mine is the fear of regretting. If I throw this away, I will – I know that I will beat myself up. If I don't have this, I'll be caught with no proof. If I – Throw away these keys. I will be throwing away part of my past. It's like, I will regret this if I don't keep it. Well, it ain't surviving this move. That's all I can say. I'm being ruthless now.
1: Who wants to go next? I think Suzanne needs to go next.
0: Okay. The first thing that's in my junk drawer is actually, I think I got this in my DNA because my grandmother did the same thing, which is that I hide choice joy- <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> A shame. I hide chocolate bars in there. I mean, my, my grandmother at her house, I, she would have them hidden all over the house in different spots in the house, just in case she might need a little something. So I keep bars of different kinds of chocolate.
2: In but there. do you ever go in and eat? them? Sure. And that's not junk.
0: No, it is because it's not like I go in all the time. I'm just saying every now and then I'll go into my junk drawer and it just makes me feel better knowing that I have a stash in there. Mm.
2: Okay. So it's like a little maternal presence.
0: Could be. Could be. Sweetness. It's more actually about the shame of putting, because why wouldn't I just keep those out of my desk? Oh, exactly. Why wouldn't I just put a little beautiful bowl and have all these chocolate bars? But no, I keep it stashed Uh. in my junk drawer. That's one thing. The second thing that I have in my junk drawer is every um, tech gadget that um, I have ever used and I don't want to recycle or or throw away. I've got a basket of that. Okay. Well, I stash these away in a way so that I don't even have to look at them. But there's, again, there's a little shame around that too, which is... That represents money to me, something I spent money on at some point in time. And I don't want to feel like I'm wasteful or am putting something in the trash that has monetary value and would possibly make me seem so frivolous with my money. Like, oh, I'm just going to, like, throw that away so I don't throw them away. And I stash them in my junk drawer. And then the final thing, which is related to technology, but not for the same reason, is I have every different type of charger. And in every other aspect of my life, I would have labeled those, like this goes to this and this goes to this. But I stash them in my junk drawer because I'm thinking to myself, I want to avoid the future panic moment when something I desperately need to keep my life in order goes down for the count. Then what will I do? Mm. What if my Fitbit isn't charged? <laughs> what, you know, what if my iPod, which I use for audiobooks when I'm running, isn't charged? And what if I don't have a charger? And then what will I do? Will I not go out for a run? Because my thing, that's that I could keep going.
1: Who found or found the lack of loose change or a significant dollar bill in your life? Oh, I, have, junk- I have
0: that in my junk drawer. I have no money in my junk drawer. Oh, no, I do.
1: Because I have a separate jar I for do. that. I, I do. Does anybody have the first dollar they earned or the first bat mitzvah dollar? I have or- a
0: two dollar $2 bills in there that were given to me by a taxi driver One day when things were very, very dire at my work at Civitas, and we were really out of runway, and a taxi driver, as change, gave to me and said to me, guess what? I'm going to give you $4 back and two $2 bills, you know, enjoy, or something like that. And I go back to my office right after that cab drive. He dropped me off, and waiting in my office was a note from my assistant saying, you have a call from Pam Omidyar, who's eBay, the Omidyar. She went to Tufts with me. We knew each other. And the call was actually to tell me that they had money they needed to give away before year end. And did I have something to propose to her for
1: $150,000? So you have a financial theme to your junk drawer.
0: Oh, I do? Yeah.
1: Oh, what's that? Oh, God, Michelle, I'm nervous. My palms are sweating. Stash of candy. Maybe not just about being ashamed that it's out. You like your energy around you felt good when you opened it and (gasps) had that stash. Then this direness of what if the Fitbit isn't there, right? There's that energy around. I can't not have all that stuff technology wise and then right what are you connecting i'm just yeah.
0: flipping out because yeah. yes the, it's i it's my stash, it's your my, stash. my private Personal, just private. In case just in case for me that's all mine my stash
1: don't have to check yeah. don't have to ask just take it because it's yours. And in case of an emergency, you have your own power. No source. one knows about it, either. Oh, Do me, Michelle. Do me. You're a witch. You're That's
0: insane. Okay, but wait. Don't we get before she does? You don't we ask Michelle what's? Yeah, in her junk let's drawer? get Michelle. On, Michelle. So
1: it's interesting. You both have very strong feelings about your junk drawer. I was very observatory, and my junk drawer is always and has always been a temporary holding tank. It's very temporary. Now, I have a loose triple-A battery, which will do no good with <laughs> one or two others, but I couldn't throw it out. Why? We'll Talk about that. I have pennies that I turn face-up. Mm-hmm. And I can't get rid of the pennies. I don't want them weighing my wallet down, but my grandmother's voice of waste, not want, not always pick up a penny. Don't yes. turn it the oh. right way. Right. It's that Italian folklore, whatever the pennies an occasional, an occasional nickel. Yeah. Dime loose change. Right. Um, and I always have some, piece of paper with something in it that's jamming the back of my junk drawer and I have to pull it out and it got stuck in it. And this was fascinating. So I pull out of my junk drawer a list that I made of two songs just in case I ever wanted to get married a third time. No, this would be on my playlist. No way. Huh? Wow. And you bought and that's in your that's junk in my drawer. junk drawer. But it's and the random there's four things, the random screw or nail Mm -hmm. that I didn't need to use for that thing. But just in case, just in case. So there is a just in case, but I had little emotional impact. And it was and my pattern with my junk drawer is it is temporary holding. I kind of throw stuff in just in case. And then every year. I massively throw everything out without any regret.
0: Oh, oh, wow. Well, Hmm. so what does that say? So so I don't even know what to make of that other than this about Michelle. Michelle is so, and Rachel and I have talked about this a lot, you are so comfortable with who you are and where you came from and where you're going. Now I am. Well, there you go. That's how it always feels to us. Like the way you carry yourself, the way you dress, everything about you. Just it doesn't feel planned, like in any way that's structured. It feels like you are at a place in your life where, like, this is me. This is who I am. I don't apologize. Whether it's about you know what I wear, what I eat, what I
1: buy, color of my hair, color of your not hair, not dyeing it.
2: So confidence comes from – I read this this weekend. Confidence comes from self-acceptance, not the reverse. Say that again. Confidence comes from self-acceptance. Self-acceptance doesn't come from confidence. So in other words, if you project confidence, it actually does not fuel self-acceptance. Self-acceptance comes first. Hmm. So you have to take yourself exactly as you are, junk and all.
1: Yeah, It's just – intense self-honesty too makes you comfortable because if you're not projecting something or worried about that right and so it's it's also just that gives you for me it's not as much confident it's just this is it
2: So just lifting up for one second about what a junk drawer really means to all of us, there's, it seems to me the themes of a junk drawer are either- Well, go back to your junk drawer.
1: Go back to your junk drawer. You go back to my junk drawer. what what are your themes in your junk drawer?
2: Fear of regret, fantasy of what might be, self-protection, self-protection. And proof. Proof. Oh, Rachel. Being right. So true.
1: So true. This is my evidence drawer. This is your evidence drawer. So does any of this play out in how you spend N- or not save money? at all. <laughs>
2: um, y- how you, you spend, spend or, or save, save money? money
1: or view money?
2: Listen, my view of money can be... Summed up, not lately, but it's changing. As I don't want to look at it, there's an un- there's a willful unconsciousness. Like money is my junk drawer. It's like I don't right, I don't well, want. To. We had that show about yeah.
0: dad sealing off the room where the money where the magic happened. magic happened, and you For just me. turned around and your mom turned don't want around. to think
2: about it. Yep. there's so much anxiety. Don't want to think about it. Don't. So yes. I mean, I, I think that all of this has relevant – look, we're we're all one ball of twine, right? It's not like there's a junk drawer issue and then there's a money issue and then there's the cycle. It We're all one ball of twine. So pick a thread, any thread, start pulling it, and you will come unraveled. You will reveal who you are. Wow.
1: Yeah, and that is, that is also um, your – especially with your proof and all your flash drives with that – Without you being right, your story unravels and you can't prove it.
2: Exactly. Unless I can prove it, it's just me naked, my point of view, my opinion. Like, really, who are you? And we know where that comes from. From Dad. You? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, although I'm always satisfied when you are able to pull up an email that helps me prove something. You're but the I, best I'm, at it.
1: I'm still a little intrigued that you don't see a financial connection to your every former apartment or home key as that represents your very security and literally a roof over your head and you won't get rid of them. Yeah,
2: that's really good, Michelle. That's that's actually really really true.
1: So I wanted to invite you to think about that and what's the first thing that comes out of your brain. I'll tell you,
2: I just this morning I was looking at the keys to my current apartment that I'm moving out of this month. And I had the following rapid unconscious thought pattern. I wonder whether they're going to change the locks on this door. If they don't, I could always come back in.
0: Oh, Rachel.
2: Yeah. Even if there's someone else living there. Yeah, like I'm not going to be homeless. Like, look, if this is a mistake. This is
1: security. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Security.
0: So what do we recommend for people thinking about as they're listening about their junk drawer? what What's what's helpful to them? First of all, as Michelle
1: always says, the first level is to be conscious
0: yeah. of what's in yeah. there.
1: not And not necessarily change the behavior if you're not ready to change it yet. But know it. if there's anything in your junk drawer that you're correlating to dysfunction or something currently playing out that isn't serving you, especially financially, yeah. because as women, guys, this is a bi- I just called you guys. Hmm. Mm. This is a big theme right now with elections, with everything, with women, right? And being in control of your life and your power and your path and your money, it's all out there right now. It's all out there, whether people are talking about money or not. This is about personal power and ownership and in and this owning, society. Owning money does fuel part of that. We can't be disassociated from our money and how it's playing out in our life, whether our junk drawer is a temporary holding spot. If it's life or death, your life will crash and you need to keep your stash yeah. or proof and security and this and and this is very representative of something in our financial life that needs to be attended to. So I would like to invite everybody listening to non-judgmentally, try to just be an observer of your junk drawer, write it down, and where is this playing out with your money? You know what I'd like to invite
0: people listening to do is to send us an email um, you can just send it to info at mind dot com or post a comment on our Facebook page when we post the show, which is big payoff radio. Uh, it's I think it's the big payoff radio on Facebook. And just put in a comment list the three things that come to mind top of mind when you open up that junk drawer. And let us give you some feedback. Let yes. us give you yeah. some
2: a little advice. You know what I'd like to invite people to do? Come and help me move. This <laughs> Get me out of this fucking apartment. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Wow. Okay. As with all Michelle Smith shows, this is deep, people. <laughs> the stuff from the shows with Michelle, like it, it, it's like a sonar, like it, it radiates out and out and out until I can't stop thinking about it because it ends up encompassing my entire way of being. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Okay, Michelle, thank you as always. Thanks thank for
2: joining you. Us,
1: Michelle. Thank Let's you. just
0: come back in a moment after we've had a breather and wrap up.
1: I was so intrigued, Rachel. With your immediate strong no to any financial connection to your junk drawer. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: You know what? It's part of this firewall. It it, it is the firewall between financial and my life. It's a connection I'm unwilling to make. I'm unwilling to take responsibility for because once I do, then I have to own it. Then I have to go, well, it's nobody else's
1: job and the keys representing your need to always walk back into your security. Oh, I have chills. Yeah. It's Uh, so, and this is what women historically, women are, this is, we view money as separate and something we have to attend to, whether we think it's too complicated, we think it's too messy, we think it doesn't matter, but we know we should and all that stuff. It's just a piece of the puzzle. And this immediate disassociation, right, I can sit here, Suzanne can sit here and see it so clearly, but this is so important to get to your own financial junk drawer. I cannot, 28 years I'm doing this for a living. This is life-changing. Get to your financial metaphoric junk drawer. Oh, man.
2: I don't want to. Uh, I so yes, don't want do, to. Yes, you do.
0: Or you I wouldn't actually, have saved the keys. I know.
2: I, know. I do.
0: And it's an, exorc- I do. it's an exercise for you, just like we were talking about at breakfast, that I need to have my own exercises mm-hmm. in owning mm-hmm. my own... Power when it comes to money, which is a constant- And not hiding and your not stash. Not hiding my stash. Good Lord, is that accurate? Um, that when the movers come, in the same way you said to me, go make the purchase, own it, yeah. bring it home with pride. Makes me happy. Makes me happy. You walk into the apartment, when be there when the guys come in, and instead of feeling like, oh God, what are they think of me? Hey, guys. Hey. Right thanks so much. Could you take
2: my vibrators over there?
0: Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> or that.
1: Don't lose the keys! <laughs> don't lose the keys. Where are the thumb drives? It's my proof.
0: Or you could really flip them out and put the thumb drives in your vibrator next to each other. Right. <laughs> and then go like, I don't know what's on there, guys. Make
2: like the keys to buy <laughs> uh,
0: uh. Okay. Uh. We will be back to the big payoff next week.
2: If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and please, please rate and review us. It matters.